Happy old year. Okay. Last day of the year. But it's been quite a year, I know, for some of us, for many of us, if not all of us. Maybe we don't want to think about this past year. It's okay, we can continue to think about Christmas. So Merry Christmas. It's the first Sunday after Christmas. We're in those 12 days, right? Today's day eight, so I guess you can expect from your true love those eight maids of milking today. <laughs> we've all woken up with this on our mind, haven't we? We've been, we've been expecting this, right? We got our seven swans of swimming yesterday, and so this is what's next, right? This is what Christmas is about. We love Christmas. We love our presents, our pajamas, our parties, our eggnogs, our nativity scenes and crushes with the baby Jesus. And yet we still are reminded amongst all of this of the complexity of the place where Jesus was born, of the time of when Jesus was born that barn reeking of manure and feed and animals, the terror and pain of childbirth itself, the stress and anxieties of travel, the fear and hopelessness of oppression, of politics and poverty. We can't be blamed, can we, for wanting to forget about the hardness of the world in which Jesus lived. It's a time of year when, of course, we also each might reflect on our own terrors and anxieties and griefs and our strained relationships. And we may ask ourselves, did Christmas really happen? Is God really present? Did Jesus' life and story have any impact on the world today? Maybe I'll do something about it. Sometimes it may seem that if we just do everything right, if we can just be better, if we can get ahead, we'll be happier, we'll be more loved, more worthy, life will be easier. If we could only make the right choices and decisions, move along the best and most efficient path, our worries would cease, strife would end, all would be healed and perfected. An easy trap we fall into, often as Christians, we think that if we could only follow God's commandments, we'll end up in heaven. Or... Bring heaven here. If we could only follow Jesus' example, all of our pain would go away. If only we could stop sinning, we would be loved. But the Christian life is not some set of external instructions, like a step-by-step guide or a checklist to get to God. Not that there's anything wrong with some step-by-steps guides. We need those sometimes in our life, but that's not the heart and the totality of the Christian life. 
we can too easily boil it down to something like, well, Jesus did this, so I'll do the exact same. Remember those WWJD bracelets back in the day? And yet later in the Gospel of John, as we hear from the Gospel proclamation today, later in the Gospel of John, Jesus tells his disciples and he tells people very truly, or amen, amen, I tell you, the one who believes in me also will do the works that I do and, in fact, will do greater works than these. Rather, the Christian life is about seeing, realizing, experiencing that God is already so near us that there is nothing that we can do. There is no step that we can take to get closer. There's only steps that we can do to get farther away. We must merely come to and accept the realization that God is that close to us. That God is with us. If we think about what we have to do to make something good happen, we're bound to be restricted by a set, again, of external instructions or laws. And we think about it in the sense that are these instructions restricting us to do those things and only those things in that exact way and nothing else? Or we fail? Or are we living into the life and the reality that is setting us free to live in God's love all around us and in us? It's not about our behavior being externally modified. It's about someone or something saying, excuse me, it's not about someone or something saying, you have to do this, don't do that. You're not doing this right. You're doing this all wrong. It's about our hearts and our minds and our spirits and thus our entire lives being transformed by the grace of God that says you are beloved child of God. There's nothing you can do to change the fact that I have always loved you and I love you and I will always love you. It's about letting this reality transform us from the inside out. How might our lives be so much more transformed as we open ourselves more and more to accept this reality? How much more might our lives be transformed if we just look in the mirror and see ourselves as a beloved child of God? How much more might our lives be transformed if we look in the eyes of our neighbors, even those sitting in the same pew as us right now, and see them truly as a beloved child of God? All of us beloved since before time. God has been with us since before time. 
outpouring God's self since before time. God has not abandoned us through the history of the universe and will certainly not abandon us now. This season, this time right around Christmas, gives us an opportunity to celebrate God who has come alongside us at this particular moment in time as we come together to celebrate Jesus' birth and journey, his growth, his teachings, his life. Jesus was with the woman, excuse me, Jesus was with the animals in the stable, and Jesus was with the women in the tomb. And Jesus was at the creation of the universe, and Christ is with us here, even amongst us today. Even though Christmas was eight days ago, God's everlasting love for us is every day. A new year comes once but every 365 days. God's desire to be in relationship with us, God's coming to us, each of us and all of us, so intimately, is every single day and every single moment of those days. Perhaps on this first Sunday of Christmas, we may relate more to the stresses and the anxieties and the stenches of the world in our own life. The things that we see in the story of the birth of Jesus as well. Perhaps on this first Sunday of Christmas, we may need those bright moments of the story with the stars and the angels and the choirs and the little baby. But the real miracle, perhaps, is that today and every single day and every single moment is that the Christ, the real love of God, is with us in every single moment. That is, through the Incarnation, God somehow made fully divine and fully human. God has said, I am with you. God is with us and has been with us. There's nothing we do, no mistakes we will ever make, no rules we will ever break that can separate us from the love of God. To be in relationship with God is to seek God in all of our lives, no matter how beautiful or how messy our life gets. And we have all of our lives to live into relationship with the glory of God. This day and all our days, this year and all our years. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.